0: Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of the day's message is Why I Make Declarations Part 2. You say, hey, where's part one? Well, part one, I spoke this previous weekend It would have been February 20th at Bethel Church, and I spoke a message, Why I Make Declarations. I'll do a quick review of that. If you want to hear or see the full message, you can go to Bethel Church YouTube channel. It was a great time. Why I Make Declarations. Hey, let me first give you some of my favorite quotes about declarations and the power of words and The biblical support for these quotes is in my book, Declarations, Unlocking Your Future, which also includes 30 biblical reasons for declarations and also answers objections to declarations. And in my book, You're Crazy If You Don't Talk to Yourself. Here's some of my favorite quotes. We cannot change our lives without changing how we talk. We don't have something just by saying something, but saying something is necessary to having something. If something happened, something was spoken. Both God and the devil need our words to accomplish their wills. Whatever we talk a lot about, we will see more of. We don't use our words primarily to describe our l- lives but we primarily use words to change our lives. The best thing some Christians could do is just stop talking. (laughs) Oh my. Now, declarations are biblically based faith statements about what is true, even though it's not in our experience yet or not fully in our experience. By the way, the nature of faith is that you believe and then see. It's not we see and then believe. And so declarations, faith statements, we live by faith, not by sight. Some, instead of using the word declarations, uh, call them decrees, proclamations, affirmations, or confessions. Now, in a message I shared on Sunday, I said Much of what I'm experiencing right now in my life is the result of what I declared 25 years ago when it seemed ridiculous. Not everything that I've declared has happened, but so much has. And I am convinced of the power of speaking life. And So on Sunday, I gave some reasons why I make declarations. Let me mention four of those reasons, and then we'll get into some new material that I'm going to share on, and then I'm going to even expand on this again next week. We'll make this kind of a a theme. We'll make it a series. Number one reason I make declarations is because death and life is in the power of the tongue. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life is in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Those who love what? Those who love the revelation will eat the fruit of their past words. And again, one of the greatest revelations we'll get is that life is in the power of the tongue. It's a key for how to increase our talents. The talents mentioned in Matthew 25, it is a key to release grace upon ourselves and others. Ephesians 4.29 says, Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but only that which is for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. Grace, one of the best definitions, is the empowerment to do God's will. And so I get to determine the level of grace or life that I receive based on the life that I speak over myself. You say, what is life? Well, life is words that are in agreement with the, the promises of God, with the love of God, with love for other people. They're words that are in agreement with my biblical identity, who God says says I am, and what he says I can do. Wow, wow. So life is in the power of the tongue. Second reason I make declarations is because faith comes by hearing. Romans 10, 17 says faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Now, if I'm going to experience something higher, I need to believe something higher, and if I'm going to believe something higher, I need to hear something higher than what i'm believing and experiencing it's what jesus did when he was describing his ministry when he made a declaration in luke 4 quoting out of isaiah 61 as he was declaring who he was he said i the spirit of the sovereign lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor and then to proclaim liberty or freedom to the captives and so once a, the, the first thing that needs to be declared or the first thing that needs to be heard in any captive experience, whether we're captive to poverty, captive to bad emotions, captive to family dysfunction, captive to a national dysfunction, the first thing that needs to be heard is we're free. We're free. Faith comes by hearing. The more I hear it is the more I'll believe it. Certainly we can have vain repetitions and that, but I believe I'm talking to people who actually love the Word and who speak the Word and who, who are learning how to attach faith to it. A third reason I make declarations is because I am to call those things that do not exist as though they did. I'm to call those things that do not exist as so though they did. That's Romans four seventeen, the last part of the verse. That's how God gives life to the dead. And declarations are the main way to make a dead-looking area in my life come alive, whether it's a personal thing, a family thing, or a geographical area, or something else. And It's what this verse is talking about. Abram who became Abraham. Abram means exalted father. Abraham means father of a multitude. And calling those things that are not as though they are. That's, if we're only calling things as they are, then our declarations are simply, are are simply, just diagnostic words or descriptive words rather than life-changing words. And so I, I've called many things out of my own life, dead areas, dead, dead leadership, dead influence, dead, dead writing abilities, uh, all kinds of things, dead finances. I, I've called them what they were when they were not in the experience of it. I gave life to the dead. Now, I wasn't telling other people these things. I was telling me. Because the stronghold in me said it's not true. And then number four, uh, declarations are a primary way for me to renew my mind. They're a primary way for me to renew my mind. Romans 12, too. be transformed by the renewing of the mind. We don't just necessarily renew our minds by sitting in church, reading the Bible, even though it's very helpful. It we renew our minds by specifically saying, I'm going to believe this. And I used to only renew my mind with my feelings and past experience. And again, the principle, we've talked about this. The Obviously, Romans twelve two is talking about positive mind renewal. But the principle is that current mind renewal creates future experience, whether we're renewing our minds with lies or truth. We renew our minds with lies; we'll be have a restricted experience emotionally in our circumstances. We renew our minds with truth; we'll get a freedom experience in our first, in our emotions, and and then in our circumstances. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So declarations: we when we speak specific truths, like I'll lay hands on the sick and they recover. If I renew my mind with that, I'll transform my future into laying hands on the sick and they will recover to work for everybody. And again, if you need more support for these things, read my books, uh, Declarations, Unlocking Your Future, or, and or, you're crazy if you don't talk to yourself. Now, here's what I want to do. The last part of this message today, this podcast, by the way, I'm so happy to be with you. If you're new And this is your first podcast you've ever listened. We're coming up on our 300th podcast. And we love to encourage people. It's one of my hearts and one of my giftings is to not only encourage myself, but to encourage the listener. That's my assignment, one of my big assignments. So what I'm going to do in this last part, I'm just going to mention uh, four other reasons I make declarations. And then next week, I'm going to go deeper uh, into these reasons. I love the overlap because I don't know about you, but I need to hear things more than once to get them in me. My wife, I've shared with you, she will get a message that she believes the Lord has for her, a truth, and she'll listen to it over and over and over and over again. Not only will she hear uh, different things when she listens to them again, but also, Uh, it's just the repetition faith comes by hearing it's it's a reason why we sing the same words over and over in a chorus you know because we sing it over and and faith comes by hearing and by by the 10th time i believe that that's true so here's four other reasons i make declarations number one declarations help me overcome anxiety philippians 4 6 and 7 says let Uh, Do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And so the moment we say, the key phrase in that verse is, with thanksgiving, the moment we start thanking God about, we... When we're tempted to worry, we use Thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord, you're taking care of that. Thank you, my prayers are working. Thank you, I'll know what to do. Thank you, you're providing. Thank you for divine health. It's declarations help me overcome anxiety. Two, declarations help me to abide in the word. John 8, 31 and 32, Jesus said this, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. As we speak the word, as we meditate, as we mutter in it, it says in Joshua 1.8, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. That word meditate means mutter. And so as we just talk to God about the word, talk to ourselves, and then make declarations from the truths that we find in the word about our ability to obey what's being said, our identity that's released uh, in, in that particular thing. Then we abide in the word and we will know the truth and the truth will make us free. Number three, a declaration is taking up the sword of the spirit. Ephesians six seventeen says, take up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And it's interesting that in Revelation 1, the, the glorified Jesus has the sword in his mouth. And I believe one of the greatest ways that we can take up the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, and defeat the mindsets that want to block us from our promised land, the mindsets of shame, the mindsets of pessimism, foreboding, unworthiness, victim mindsets, etc., declarations are a main way of doing that and then number four declarations pull down strongholds demolish arguments and take thoughts captive they pull down strongholds demolish arguments and take thoughts captive and it's a it's a powerful thing you go second corinthians 10 4 and 5 the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but they're mighty in god to the pulling down of strongholds and declarations are a mighty weapon to pull down strongholds because when you start speaking truth, you're establishing new strongholds and you're replacing old ones. Hey, we'll get into this more next time on our next podcast. I am fired up about that. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. Steve Macklin here. And we here are to ignite your hope. By the way, check out our new website that, that we have. We are excited about that. We're here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope's an unstoppable force. He has the most hope, has the most influence. And remember, too—oh, by the way, here's my definition of hope. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present, and I have the power to help make it so. Hope and vision are tied. Without a vision, the people perish— And then remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. It's my strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. For pretty much everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. (laughs) Oh, my. And I found this out. There's rarely a convenient time to walk in radical joy. There's always a reason why not. But it's my strength. So let's stir it up today through Thanksgiving, focusing more on what we have than don't have. What is happening, more on what is happening, that what we perceive is not happening. And let's stir it up by delighting ourselves in the Lord. Psalm 37, verse 4 delight. Woohoo! Lord, I don't know how you're going to do it, but you're going to do it. I, I don't know what you're going to do in this situation, but I'm so excited to see what you're going to do in my family. so excited how you're going to tell me what to do in this situation. I'm so excited. We delight before we have the desire realized, and our delighting is a key to getting. The desire realize, hey, as I've been doing, hey, we we like to just activate our faith, activate our faith and our faith in small things making a big difference. So as an experiment, and it's been working because your prayers, you've been praying for us. We feel it. Let's take five seconds to pray for Igniting Hope Ministries and just pray the prayer of faith over us. Amen. Thank you. That's powerful. Just say that prayer is powerful and it's it's radically influencing Igniting Hope and my life. And also we're standing with Benny Johnson, Bill Johnson's wife, who's in a cancer fight right now. We're as the Igniting Hope family. We're agreeing for breakthrough on earth as it is in heaven, in Benny's body as it is in heaven. Hey, if you're not signed up for our newsletter, sign up. You can go to ignitinghope.com. We'd love to have you with us telling you what we're doing. And exciting thing that's coming up March 2nd, right around the corner, is that we're doing our annual negativity fast positivity feast, 40 days. You can find out about that at ignitinghopeacademy.com. ignitinghopeacademy.com. Hey, bless you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you appreciate these podcasts, why don't you tell somebody else about it? And if the Lord stirs you to sow financially into Igniting Hope, that's always a blessing. You can go to our website, ignitinghope.com, and donate there. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time.